to this extra sinister episode of DWN Productions THC podcast sponsored by Fast Custom Shirts here at boygob.com on the YouTube page on the Facebook page and now with a hundred percent less Gwen Stacy Joe how are you Tom it's been a hot fucking week buddy hot it's been a week of sweat and hydration. I've drank so much water and uh, Gatorade and things of that nature, you know, uh, finally putting that uh, stupid cup that's supposed to keep everything cold for as long as possible to use. That shit works. That shit's pretty damn good. Um, yeah, I worked uh, throughout the week. I worked yesterday at the shop and yesterday was the hottest. I think it was a uh, 107. It got to, you know, and uh, not good. <laughs> uh, I'm working at a slower pace because of it. A lot of custom work still, but uh, shit's got to get done. What am I going to tell a customer? Nah, man, it's too fucking hot to print your shit right now. Customer don't give a shit, right? The question is, what colors that piss? Uh, let's see. That's tending to fluctuate, I guess. <laughs> Maybe my body's getting used to like, hey, where's all this beer you used to pump into into me all the time what's going on uh sorry body get used to it i think i hope uh there will be exceptions you know i did drink a cother con which had a surprisingly better turnout than i expected i actually made some money at this thing so they had uh, 15 people there if all 15 of them bought shit um no there was this one guy that went and he came from from Houston. He came from Houston to this little thing in one little hotel room with 13 authors just peddling their books. But he went to every table and took one of everything that they had. Which was something else, man. Uh, me. You're welcome. 
I didn't have uh, <laughs> many 3X shirts, and that's all he was interested in. But he took a card. We'll see what happens. Hey, get one of everything I got, buddy. That would be really, really nice. Uh, actually, it wouldn't because I would have to make all that shit. And who knows where some of that artwork and some of those screens are. With no idea. That's why Tom takes shit off of his website, you know, because those uh, molds are not there anymore. That's why you can't get yeah. those ones. If you want to get something, you better, you better get to, get to getting on it. Because fuck, I might be having a brand new mask, and I go to pour it, and then it just fucking slips off of something and cracks. So yeah, and then that's it. That's it. The strike while it's hot, you fucks. Yep, I don't make masters of any everything. Shit, I really don't have a lot of masters, so I only have one master, and that's our Lord and Master, Jesus Christ. Steve Donnelly, this is the one you're talking about. I looked this up, Steve, and these are, because I was looking to buy the second one, and these are a bit hard to find. The second one goes for like 80-something bucks, and I don't know what this a little less, maybe 65, 70, but still... That, that's bizarre. And there's Predator comics. Yeah, the early ones from that first series, like the first issue is like 200 or something. Crazy shit, man. Crazy shit. But we'll get to some more Predator talk after a while. Tom's filling us in on his week. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I got some shit painted. Uh, I did a lot more drinking than I would have wanted to. Like it was this someday this week, I was just like, oh, you know what? I didn't drink yesterday. Good for me. Like, what the <laughs> fuck kind of thing is that to be proud about? Time to Jesus celebrate. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, yeah, I I know I've been saying it, but uh, I definitely got to gotta slow down on that shit. Then you get, oh, come on, it's the summer. You're working late. Mm-mm. I had like fucking eight pints last night and I was just fucking painting my ass off and it's just like, oh, it's all right. I don't plan to work tomorrow anyways, so. <laughs> yeah, right. Just just stupid, stupid, idiotic shit. But boy, is it fun to get drunk and all those carbs give you the rocket fuel you need to stay up and paint more. I've been noticing that. Like I've, I've had a... Uh... Like I had two beers today, and then earlier in the week, I think I had uh, two and a half because Lisa didn't want to finish hers. But I'm noticing that I'm getting tired like early in the evening and before <laughs> when I was drinking. Hey, I can stay up and watch movies and read until three you know, o'clock in the morning or whatever. Uh, weird shit. <laughs> I think I'm going to be a lightweight by the time the Houston horrific horror films of festivals Gums around, which is kind of good. I'll save money, I guess. But uh, then again, I may be drunk by three (laughs) o'clock. Yeah, I told myself I wasn't going to drink until uh, the convention, but we'll we'll see how that goes. Hey, I ain't judging you, but I I mean, I am. I'm judging those excuses for sure. (laughs) That's some alcoholic shit. Definitely not an excuse. Why shouldn't I reward myself? <laughs> it's not even that. It's just like, oh, fuck it. What else have I got to do? Live life? <laughs> but yeah, I uh, just, I need to not buy it. You know, going to the brewery when they fucking release the new lame duck shit. Yeah. I'll go buy three cases. <laughs> 
I've still got a lot left uh, from from the the weekend that you were up here, and uh, and then one of Lisa's friends deliver dropped off four different beers for me to try. It's <laughs> like eh, I'll get to them eventually, but I'm I'm really trying to stick with this for a bit. Yeah, you know, maybe maybe cheat God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that yell fuck yeah it's just uh just been a week of trying to get shit done didn't do much today i uh started working on the taxes for the last quarter so yeah those are gonna be due so i gotta pay the old uh state sales tax and then send the big check off to the old irs for the quarter Mm-hmm. I forgot this was the this is the expensive quarter. Yeah. So thanks, yeah. Fright. <laughs> I'll bring a bring all that paperwork home tomorrow and get a headache on that for three days. Yep. I did day number one today. Hopefully by the time I see you next, everything will be filed and sent off. You're not gonna get me with that late fee again this time. Fifty dollars or whatever it is, yeah. <laughs> Well, they get me on that every time. <laughs> we'll see. I think I have all the paperwork here this time. Good. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, other than that, just painting some stuff. Uh, painted up a couple special pieces for the Houston Horror Film Festival that I'm sure will sell. You know what <laughs> they say, Joe, you paint to the crowd. So. Yep, you do. That's what, I'm thinking so of not do. taking metal this, <laughs> this year because... Uh, you know, you meddle to the crowds. <laughs> the say. crowds be meddling. Yeah. Like those fucking kids. <laughs> then I just ripped all the skin off my face like it was a mask. Old Jenkins, old Mr. Jenkins, you fuck. That's right. Trying to talk without lips and shit. <laughs> Even as a kid watching that shit, I was like, man, this is the lamest mystery ever. The first person they encounter, that's it. You know, that's what it is. Waylon Jennings. Oh, you little <laughs> bastards. Sonny and Cher. Those were good. Those were good. They were not. Those were Oh, come on. The Three Stooges. Remember, and it wasn't even like. Meadowlark Lemon. They had Curly Joe instead of regular Curly <laughs> Oh, shit. Red, you need to get some sleep. We can't have you on the road fucking closing your eyes for a second. (laughs) Not good. Maybe you have some remedies on how to stay up when you're doing those long drives. Yeah, we gotta gotta get Red on the show one day and ask him, like, how much can you drink while you're (laughs) you know... Before you think, well, that's my limit. I should probably ease up now. So we got world-renowned cinematographer Howard Wexler. And then we have the fucking uh, movie mogul himself, (laughs) Dave Gregory. And now we're going to have the ruler of the highways and byways, Mr. Ryan. Tales from the interstate. (laughs) So listen up, you fuck. I was fucking this lot lizard and shit, right, you know? Like, whoa, whoa, just ask how your day was. Calm <laughs> down. You're an excited fella, aren't you? 
Well, Joe, let's get into some fucking movies. All right, Tom. Well, I meant to talk about this one last week. Uh, I forgot all about it because I didn't write down my shit last week. But I had finished season, or as they call it, volume, the uppity fucks, volume three of Love, Death, and Robots. And this season, it had some of the cooler stories from the past, too. You know, it, it's a uh, cool it's been the best season is what I'm trying to say ineloquently. Um, <laughs> so you got maybe three or four of these that are genuinely horror stories. You got one that's kind of cutesy, you know, with little rats fighting, you know, exterminating robots, robots. And uh, what else you got? You got like an end of the world story and you got people exploring other worlds, but there's two stories stories that they did and there's not fucking robots in them and i felt kind of ripped off on those you know one's about a giant crab monster it's supposed to be like some lovecraftian shit people were praising <laughs> the fuck out of it. it's not very i loved crazy. hp lovecraft's underwater joe yeah yeah so you might dig this one because it does take place on the water oh not sense. underwater on the water because it's in a ship you see but uh yeah if you've got uh, Netflix, a lot of these episodes are under 15 minutes long. So if like you're sitting around waiting to leave in the morning, hey, fuck it, I'll watch an episode. And you head on off to work and live your miserable life. <laughs> Hopefully not for long, because I feel for you. <laughs> I really do. Especially if you're watching this, how great can your life fucking be? And I thank you for spending what little time you have left with us. Hell, Joe, speaking of Netflix, it was the damnedest thing. I put in a fucking criteria on Blu-ray and a Netflix logo popped up. <laughs> Shit was crazy and the times there are a changing. Spike Lee's sitting at home with motherfucking bullshit. Netflix fucking movies. So what but, uh, Netflix movies are coming on Criterion? This was Okja. Oh. It yes, it finally okay. got a Blu-ray okay. release. But this wasn't the, a Netflix produced movie, right? I mean No, they just, they just bought it, like the distribution okay. rights. So they bought the distribution rights and Criterion has to give them credit in the opening whatever or what? Yeah, I guess uh, at the front of the movie, at least for the like the American releases, like it was a Netflix distributed movie. So, I mean, you know how you have all the title cards at the beginning of fucking movies and shit. Netflix was on there. I was like, oh shit, it's just a sign of the times. We talked about this one. It's a good boy and his dog story. If the boy was a girl and the dog was like some. Jurassic Park made hippo creature thing. Hippo piggish kind of. <laughs> piggish manatee. Mm -hmm. A sea cow is what they call them, <laughs> Joe. Are you a yep. fan of the majestic sea cow? They're kind of odd looking creatures. Yeah, I saw <laughs> one at a maybe a zoo or maybe it was in Vegas. There was some fucking casino that had like aquatic shit going on in it. It was weird. I don't know. But they did have a manatee. And yeah, it was a big old thing just kind of flapping its fucking limbs. Like, I couldn't, you know, is it swimming? Is it drowning? Hard to tell. 
trying to knock the magnet it was born with in its head that attracts them to fucking boat blades. <laughs> <laughs> Just the little flappers can't get to the front of their head. <laughs> That's what they're trying to do, you see. But uh, yeah, it's a it's a good movie. It was my second favorite movie of the year twenty and seventeen. We all know what number one was. No need to say it. it well, I still haven't seen Oja. You yeah. should. should, and now is a perfect time to get it because it was just released on Blu-ray by the Criterion Collection, and all this month, fifty percent off all Criterion shit at Barnes and Noble. Yeah, but I can just watch it on Netflix and not buy it. But I mean, you can watch the interviews that are in Korean. So you'll have you can read the interviews and tell us all about these interviews, Tom. Did they uh, interview the manatee? They did. It was a bunch of whoo, whoo, like echo noises. What do they call it? Sonar. Sonar. All right. <laughs> but it was subtitled, so you were able to get what what it was saying. Uh, it was all right. The behind-the-scenes stuff, like the making of the creature, that was better because, like, they actually showed the maquette, like the clay sculpture and shit they first made for it. So they actually, you know, had a creature. It's not all digital. No, it's all digital. Uh, <laughs> they made like this some is, so they could pieces. model the digital shit then. Yeah. All right. So they'd have it, something 3D to look at. And it was a nice sculpture and shit for sure. I appreciate it, I tell you that much. <laughs> but yeah, uh there's been a couple commentary tracks that uh I've tried to listen to through the years. This one doesn't have one, but uh where it would be in another language and then there'd be sub oh, fuck off. That um <laughs> that I'm not fucking doing, sorry. I tried, but sorry. And I don't have enough time left to learn another language. And if I did, it wouldn't be your shitty fucking language. So he fuck hasn't off. Got time shit. for the pain, for sure. Mm-mm. Ain't got time to bleed. <laughs> we'll get to that though. Yeah, would recommend. It's a it's a nice little nice little movie with heart <laughs> <laughs> and soul. I watched, or finished watching, I should say, another film in the All the Haunts Be Ours set. And this is called A Field in England. Uh, This is about some guys that are deserters from the war. I don't know what war. Uh, (laughs) Great. It's not explained, but it's an old-timey war because they're wearing, you know, like the the real gay piratey type shit. (laughs) And... They're gonna go look for a uh, look for an ale house, they call it. But they find some mushrooms and do some mushrooms instead. And there's a they say he's a wizard, but he's just an asshole with a hat that, uh, <laughs> that appears. And he's looking for some treasure, and he wants uh, these guys to do it for him. They're all scared of him, so they're gonna yeah dig wherever he says to dig. And I don't know, they get mad at each other, turn on each other, and people die. And and I, man, this movie fucking sucks. This movie, it took me six, six viewings to finish this shit. Is that, you know, it's just, I I couldn't, man. I couldn't focus on it, or I, I would just like, wait, 
what the fuck happened? Is it, should I rewind? Nah, nah, I'm not going to rewind it. I've already wasted too much. It took me six times, man. This is, is it the worst on this box set? I don't know. I'm not finished with the fucking box set yet. <laughs> it's, it's been gotta, eight years, but yeah, it's got to be in the, in the top runnings, man. Uh, a field in England is just a piece of shit. It's just like, there's, if you look it up and read, uh, the critics reviews oh stellar you know oh what a, <laughs> shot so well what a, what a daring piece oh you know unique or man these fuckers don't know and it's just like they probably read the first like highbrow motherfucker that reviewed it and so they feel that they have to give it a good review or they're going to be like oh well i'm just a prick that didn't understand but there's nothing to understand it's stupid bullshit this movie entirely yeah would would recommend <laughs> would not recommend it's kind of hard for me now to recommend this box set because it's in it you know it's just like this is just a fucking i don't know i can tell why they didn't sell this one on its own at least i think they don't sell on its on its own i hope they don't i hope they don't Severin, please just don't won't do this to people. Right, maybe we can have him back on when he's finally back in the states. Back in the states, <laughs> he's globe trotted, is what he's doing. And say, yeah, I I don't know anything about this movie, but Frankie sucked. But, uh, <laughs> I'll just let you guys have at it. Yeah, fuck that movie. His buddy made it. Maybe. I mean, it is an English film, you know. Got a cast of four <laughs> or five. I, I don't know. I'm trying to forget about as much of this movie as I can. <laughs> it's in black and white. It's fucking classy. Fuck this movie. What'd you watch, Tom? Shit, not that. You ever, you ever hear of a movie called True Romance? I have. You ever seen it? I have. When did you see it? How old a lad uh, were you, mate? Maybe in my 20s. Yeah, this mm. is uh, the other Scott, right? Tony Scott? Bridgie Scott. Yeah. They With call him that by... jumped off a bridge, you see. <laughs> oh. With a script by Quentin Tarantino? Yes, the pizza yeah. man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I've heard about this movie for shit probably about two decades now. Never, never uh, gave a fuck to check it out until I was in Barnes and Noble and I saw this new deluxe set that uh, what's it called? Arrow just put out. Oh, Arrow! I thought you were gonna say yeah. this is the Criterion. This is not a Criterion movie. <laughs> okay, so fuck it. You're the, you're paying full price then no because their shit was all 50 percent off too ah I said, all, right. Yeah, all right so uh this is a movie about uh a dude who works at a comic shop who loves elvis and uh his prostitute wife that he just uh he has sex with and then marries her the next day or some shit it's whatever Most he's part of the movie 
<laughs> yeah, because their accents aren't. Holy <laughs> shit. You got this motherfucker from Detroit talking like he's from fucking Mississippi or some shit. The girl's name's Alabama, but she's from Florida. What's that? I don't know. That shit right there just sounds like it's trying too hard. Oh, yeah, it's girl Alabama. I don't know. There's just something about that I don't like. And Christian Slater's weird face kind of bothered me the whole time. He has like this fucking Joker looking eyebrow face thing going on all the time. Like he's always thinking of burning down a fucking hospital or something. I don't know. But uh, it's okay. They, uh, Christian Slater goes to kill his wife's pimp and uh, winds up with a suitcase full of the mob's fucking cocaine. He must have thought it was white boy day. <laughs> he must have, Joe. <laughs> So uh, the rest of the movie is uh, the mob trying to get their coke back while uh, old Christian Slater and his whore of a wife are uh, trying to sell it to some uh, probably gentle fellow who has sex with children in L.A. who is a Hollywood producer. Mm -hmm. So it's all this stuff coming together and what goes wrong and stuff. All the stuff with the mob where they're like whopping it up and the scene with Dennis Hopper and Christopher Walken's fucking great. Uh, but it's okay. Like if I would have seen it at a younger age, I'd probably said, oh, this is so edgy and cool, man. But uh, like as of watching it now, I had a few good laughs. All the WAP stuff is fucking like great, though. I was laughing my balls off at that shit. <laughs> <clears throat> but I didn't have time to actually get into the meat of it because this is this is a packed fucking thing like that stupid ass Phantom of the Mall bullshit. Mm -hmm. This has like a big release like that where it came with like a book, a poster, lobby cards, fucking. Well, this whole... was a big movie. It should, you know, unlike Phantom of the Mall, this actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why the fuck they gave this treatment to Phantom of the Mall? I don't know. I could definitely see it more for this one. Mm -hmm. But I don't even think I've heard of any Tony Scott movies. Tony Maybe Scott did a lot of shit. He, I thought, always considered him a better director than Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott has a few really good flicks, but Tony Scott had like these action flicks that they all have the same kind of look to them. Uh, like he did Man on Fire was probably his his most famous one. I've Denzel. heard of it, never seen it. Yeah, uh, but they're all you know like kind of like these mob type flicks. Uh, what was the other one? Revenge, I think. It's a good flick. Uh, I like a lot of his movies. Glad you do, Joe. And this one, uh, I think uh, Samuel Jackson is really good in it uh, for the brief part that he plays. Uh, Gary Oldman as the pimp, whatever the fuck his name was. Drexler. Drexler, I think. Yeah. yeah. Howard was, Drexler. He, he was outstanding. Uh, yeah, that whole scene with Christopher Walken and uh, and uh, Dennis Hopper is outstanding. And yeah, the the guy that plays the pedophile director or whatever he is, he's good too. He's so it's we have to say they don't say he's a pedophile in the movie, but just assuming because he's a yeah, Hollywood he's, producer, he's a Hollywood thing. guy, right? Yeah, buying a lot of coke, so. and he's just got that look, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I remember. Like digging this, I remember being the the nerd that I was and am now still at the time being pissed off when he's explaining the comic book to her, 
<laughs> the Sleepwalker comic book. <laughs> wasn't it Deathlock? I think he's reading Deathlock. No, he's just like, he's like, hey, let me show you Spider-Man issue number one. And then they show him flipping through a comic and there's a fucking image of Sleepwalker. <laughs> but the one that they show all the panels of, that's Deathlock for sure. But but he's making up some other story. Oh, yeah, there's this guy that, you know, he wants to get back to his sweetheart. And it's like, what fucking comic? Are you no, come about? on, Joe, though. You got to say it like him. He's coming. Yeah, this guy's trying to be Jack Nicholson <laughs> throughout his career. Here he is looking for his sweetheart. <laughs> and doing the Jack Nicholson eyebrows and shit. Oh. Yeah, that, that shit was fucking like, he was supposed to be like happy and shit, but he still had like this cartoon gonna tie a fucking bitch to the train tracks eyebrow shit going on <laughs> the whole fucking time. And I do like the scene with uh, with Gandolfini uh, where he's beating the shit out of our <laughs> I think is great. It was. I'm still not going to give a fuck about watching The Sopranos, though. Yeah, but well, this every... has... He, uh, yeah, I wouldn't waste time on The Sopranos. Um, you got Nicolas Cage playing Elvis. That's Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer, one of the I two. Had to, I had to look that up <laughs> because he was on, he's like listed as one of the main guys. <laughs> and I was like, who the fuck? I didn't even see this motherfucker in the movie. And then it's oh, all shadowy Elvis that you don't really yeah. even see his fucking and I just, face. Yeah, I had forgot all about that. And just oh yeah, Elvis is in it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the character sucks. I don't think he was cool. But... Elvis? <laughs> no, the fucking Christian Slater guy, whoever he was playing, Winky or whatever the fuck his name was. Uh, I can see how a bunch of fucking early to mid 90s fucking dopes who thought they were cool dressing like this motherfucker and now that i know where it comes from you might be a little bit more wiener-esque for that shit but like i said i can imagine if you saw this shit at a younger age thinking it was fucking awesome and cool and shit i thought it was okay worth a watch but yeah this also falls into like the cult of tarantino so the people that like love Tarantino, they they love this as well, you know, just like sure. uh what was that other natural born killers, which I think that natural born was, killers is better. I fucking hate that movie. I think <laughs> it's just a big fucking mess. <laughs> well you're you just don't like looking at Juliet Lewis. That's that's true too. It's yeah. <laughs> an odd looking chick. Lady. Whatever. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> She has a voice on her too, huh? Yeah, she does. She does have a voice that's kind of weird, Tom. I don't think it was anything like that. I think it's exactly like that. Oh, don't fuck me, Robert De Niro. I'm only 13. Welcome to Hollywood. So, yeah, if you're interested, uh, check it out. But um, <laughs> there's some good shit in there. I don't know. I could see why people would love this fucking movie, but it just wasn't a home run for me. I would say I swung and got on third. There was some good stuff in there, but all in all, I'm still waiting to make it home, Joe. But aren't we all? 
That's true. <laughs> All right. How about you? I watched or finished the first season of Snowfall. And this is a show that's been on the air for a number of years, but I just started watching it. So this shit's all new to me. This is about the uh, the beginnings, the origins, as they say, of the crack epidemic in America. And it looks at it through a street hustler, a young black, just kind of coming up, you know, making a name for himself and all the bullshit that he has to go through. Because he ain't a tough guy, but he's got to learn to be a tough guy. Then it's a, a cartel princess. She wants to have more power in the family, but she's a woman. <laughs> Need I say more? Ain't nobody going to give her respect. Hooks up with some luchador, and he's her muscle man. And it's a, CIA, a story about a CIA guy that's bringing uh, or getting drugs from Nicaragua or, uh, yeah, Nicaragua and, Col and Colombia and giving uh weapons to them in exchange so they can fight their communist governments and and then it uh i guess it's gonna start all converging because it's all one story time we're all we're all connected we're all connected uh good show i dig it so i'm gonna keep watching can't wait to hear what happens with these wonderful cast of colorful characters joe it's a coat of many colors. It's a rainbow connection. It is. <laughs> well, I watched a movie called Yummy. This was Yummy. a Shudder original. It's about uh, a guy reluctantly takes his uh, girlfriend, wife, maybe, to a... Uh, to a real shady looking hospital where she's going to get a breast reduction. Only thing is zombies are being experimented on or being made in the basement or something. <laughs> and they get loose in the hospital. The end. If you're not tired of zombie movies, I mean, this is a modern okay one, but at this point you got to have some really major fucking shit for, anybody to give a fuck about a zombie movie like there has to be something different about it or just be so badass i mean this one has a lot of fucking gore and that kind of shit in it but it's another one if you like zombie movies and you haven't seen it check it out but does she get her boob job no reduction reduction, reduction. so oh, thankfully not yeah Right. Well, so good. The zombies not. saved <laughs> saved part of, uh, I guess, the cultural landscape. <laughs> Fuck your back. <laughs> I watched a documentary called The Witch of King's Cross. Now, I mean, I don't know what movies cost or to get them in a box set or something, but this would have been much better in the old... BR's box set, a, a field in England. Uh, this is a documentary about the artist Rosalind. Goddamn, I forgot her last name. But anyway, <laughs> she did a bunch of like erotic, uh, magical, fucking uh, witchcraft occult in the, the, what was it, the 50s? Yeah, 
50s, 60s, around when the hippie times were in Australia. And Maybe. there was uh, there was not an, a lot of art like this in Australia. And Australia was pretty straight-laced. So, you know, she just got a lot of heat, got a lot of shit for everything she was doing. Uh, hey, you can't be a lesbian here. Get out of here. <laughs> don't like that you know oh you fuck men too we'll make up your mind we don't like that here in australia uh yeah it, it's a it's a good documentary it's not very long it's a i think a little over an hour but it's interesting and i've always liked her art her art's pretty badass but uh yeah sorry lady you uh you took a stand and they took you down what are you gonna do not get an abortion at least you can still oh you guess you can't <laughs> you fucking bitch yeah <laughs> maybe we get red to smuggle you know oh california or someplace where they're still doing that kind of thing killing babies and stuff eating them <laughs> I watched a movie called Dark Horse, Joe. Dark Horse, about the comic company. Not at all. Nah. This is like a uh, art house version of the 40-year-old version, I guess you can say. This was made by the gentle fellow who made Happiness. Uh, out of the movies of his I saw, this was probably the most mainstream and easy to watch one uh a dude works for his dad he uh he's just a fucking loser ass motherfucker and he gets into a relationship with uh your boy selma blair and she's uh supremely suicidal and depressed and has hepatitis c and she thinks uh, it would be better to marry this guy she just met instead of killing herself. And uh, he gets hepatitis. He gets hepas. <laughs> he gets hepatitis C from her and then dies. Uh, the lamest of his movies I've seen. I had a couple chuckles, but I would say pass. Couldn't. Couldn't recommend this one to really anybody. I wonder what the hell happened to old Selma Blair. She is sick. I don't think with hepatitis C, but I think she has some kind of disease. Probably just put on weight. They don't like that in Hollywood. <laughs> They're not fans of that at all. Well, get some of that fucking cocaine. Yep. But yeah, I think she, uh, not well. So get well soon, Hellboy girl. Get well, Liz Sherman. Uh, I watched the first film in Vinegar Syndrome's Renee Cardona box set, Volume 1. And this is a Treasure of the Amazon. Now this is about, uh, there's a treasure, Tom. It's in the Amazon, you see. And you got three different groups that are going after it. One's a guy that had been lost at the Amazon one time, and he saw something horrific. So he hadn't been back until now. So he's got partnered up with two Mexicans, devious Mexicans. So this movie is is right on the money. <laughs> then 
you got a lady that's wearing real short shorts because it's the Amazons and it's real hot. And she's uh, there with two dudes, one that looks like George Michael from Wham! And just some other guy that uh, drives, flies around in a seaplane. You know, the planes that can land on the water. That's his thing. That's all he does. And then the third group is uh, Donald Pleasance. He's playing a, a Nazi, a former Nazi, but he's still up because he wants to get leisure so he can uh, rise the, the Third Reich up again, rebuild what was lost in World War II. And he's traveling around with some uh, Amazonian woman that just has her tits out the whole time. <laughs> and, you know, between a whole lot of stock footage, you know, like they'll show an alligator moving around or they'll show a monkey, you know, jumping through the trees or an owl that turns its head. A lot, a lot. <laughs> I always love those owl shots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, you know, that owl don't make that kind of noise. <laughs> Uh, an anteater. They show an anteater a couple of times, and those are some weird creatures. That's like that's like the... Uh, uncircumcised fucking dick for a nose. It's like the manatee of the anteating species. <laughs> you know, weird weird animal. Uh, this is a goofy flick. It, it's not good, but I liked it. <laughs> you know, It's like, I'm going to keep it. I mean, I haven't watched the other two films yet, but this is enough to make me want to keep it. Treasure Amazon. And I like vinegar syndrome stuff, I'm assuming you can watch it anywhere. <laughs> I'm guessing that uh, the box it came in is really nice, though. Yes, it is. You know, <laughs> and, you know the whole open up and there's plastic in it, keep everything nice and secure and everything. Uh, I was thinking, you know, as, as nice as that box was, there was going to be some kind of booklet, but no, there's nothing. No. Oh, shit. But the box is nice, though, right? The box is really nice. <laughs> they like come with slip covers. Are they nice slip covers? Hard cardboard, you know? <laughs> oh, this has got a little nick in it. <laughs> I, how, I've been buying from you for months, and this is the First time I got a Nick, I would want a full refund, <laughs> sir, and replace my order. Those fucking people. They exist. They 100%. do. We I'm see more and more syndrome of group. More and more of them. Fucking... Each, each sale, we see more and more. Yep. Ugh. Makes me sick. What do I got? What do I got? I watched another Todd Sinandra, Sinandra, whatever the fuck his name is. Smuckus. Yes. Todd, Todd Schmuckus. And this is uh, Welcome to the Dow House. This is a story, I think, of a middle school aged girl and uh, her wacky antics going through uh, middle school. This one's a little more like uh, happiness than Dark Horse, for sure. Just another weird fucking story. I don't know why all this guy shits about pedophilia, but it always fucking comes up, and this one's no different. If you like uh, like dark comedies and uh, don't mind some shit being uncomfortable, give it a watch. Very early 90s of its time, but... uh. 
Yeah, again, can't recommend it to everyone. If you want, like, kind of an art house, dark horror movie. Uh, if you want to get, like, a level below Clerks, something <laughs> like that, give it a shot. But uh, definitely can't recommend it to a lot of people. I had some good laughs and shit in it, but uh don't think I'd watch it again, truthfully. So... If you want to, check it out. If you want some weird early 90s nostalgia, give it a shot. Now, this don't. one I've actually heard of. And like all the other ones that this guy's done, I haven't. I haven't heard of any of the, that shit. And haven't heard of Happiness? No. All right, that one you should watch. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's hard to find on uh, DVD, but I'm sure it is widely available on the old internet. So check out Happiness. If you like that one, then give this one a shot. And uh, no, if you like Happiness, watch the sequel, Life During Wartime, which they say, oh, it's a pseudo-sequel. It's the same characters. They're just played by different people. <laughs> it's a fucking sequel, all right? I don't know what artsy kind of bullshit you're trying to play, but if it's the same characters and you're continuing the fucking story, it's a sequel. Sorry. So if you like happiness, check out Life During Wartime. If you like Life During Wartime, check out uh, Welcome to the Dollhouse. And I got two or three more of his movies to watch. Maybe one will get a recommendation. Maybe they won't, but they're all weird fucking art house dark comedies. And uh, I listened to a couple interviews with this guy. He fucking... <sighs> yep. <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised is all I'll say, Joe. Wouldn't yeah. be wouldn't be surprised. Well, I didn't watch anything else, but as uh as my buddy there in the chat reminded me, old Brian Chugkowski, he said Bless that you. it's uh Ronnie James Dio's birthday today. So happy birthday, Ronnie James. He ain't gonna he fucking hear you. He legends never die. But you watch anything else, Tom? Fuck to the no, I did. Fuck, it just got cold in here all of a sudden. No, it doesn't matter. I got a jacket. You like Alien vs. Predator, Joe? <laughs> yeah, I do, Tom. Uh, but <laughs> well, let's start with that, okay? This movie takes in the Arctic. Right? They assemble a team to go to the Arctic because they found some pyramids that are designed by everybody that made pyramids. But they go to the Arctic, and not once does somebody even say, man, it's fucking cold. You know, well, nobody they got hats and cold shit. through this movie. There's times when they take off their shit like it's nothing. <laughs> Only that in this movie, they're not just in the Arctic. They're fucking under the ground. You know, what and is it, 2,000 feet or some shit? Yeah. I think it's much colder under the ground than it is on surface level. Well, what the fuck do I know? Okay. It does I mean, not once like... you go underground, you're closer to hell. So the flames of hell were probably warming their feet. That's true. That's true. So that's In... that's our plot. Uh, well, that's Mr. not like, really our plot. <laughs> Mr. Wonderland wants this group to go investigate this ancient pyramid that, uh, what? But what the fuck got, this pyramid doing under the snow and shit? Right. Uh, you got some predators that are on their way to that pyramid. Take it from there, Tom. 
Take it from there. So uh, the alien versus predator shit comes in as uh, the predators are harvesting humans to uh, create alien xenomorphs. So uh, every hundred years or so, the new war, the new predator warriors go to these pyramids to fight uh, aliens as like a passage into manhood or something like that. And that's how the alien and predator things come together. Uh, that's okay, I guess. Uh, I'm not a big alien fan. So a lot of that shit was lost on me. And uh, I just really didn't give a fuck. But I guess all in all, it was okay... But I think the main problem is there wasn't, like, one big badass. Like, all the humans are, like, wiener-ass motherfuckers. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like the other two movies, there was, like, a badass guy. And uh, this movie this movie didn't have that. And it was hard to believe, like, this fucking lady was walking around with a fucking clunky looking predator uh fighting aliens and shit i don't know i uh wasn't for me dog <laughs> okay the alien the predators are definitely a lot bigger movie than they were in the two previous movies and let's let's look back so the last predator movie we saw was in what 96 okay this was uh, this movie here, a Aliens vs. Predator, or AVP, as they call it, is uh, 2004. So 10 years have elapsed in that time, or eight. I don't know my math or whatever. Um, <laughs> so that's a long time. Now, in between that time, Dark Horse was doing Aliens vs. Predators comics. So they were the ones that initiated this whole thing. You know, they had the license to both comics got permission to do uh, do these crossovers. Well, I think Stan Winston studio started it by putting an alien head or an alien skull in the background of uh, Predator 2. I got to look, but I think maybe the first Alien Predator comic came out first. Uh, I could be wrong, but that first Predator Alien comic, it takes place on a, a like a planet colony, but there's this chick that kills Lady. an alien. And uh, one of the predators, you know, dips some shit in the uh, in the old alien acid blood and makes a mark on her head to say, like, she's a predator now. She's a hunter. <laughs> so they definitely swiped that for this movie. And again, you know, no credit to anybody that worked on those comics. Uh, well, and to be I guess, fair, it came off really shitty in the movie. It did. You know, yeah. Um and those but, comics, those aliens, predator <laughs> comics, they're not very good. You know, the, the predator comics on their own are a lot better than those uh, crossovers were. But uh, but yeah, I thought this movie was okay. I mean, it uh, it did what it set out to do. The aliens were fighting the predators. There are some scenes that are too dark to see what the hell's going <laughs> on. But uh, yeah, for the most part, the predators are getting their ass kicked. You know, and there's, you know, a few times they get lucky and kill an alien, you know, and I thought the, uh, the big giant fucking queen alien looked pretty cool, but the ending, 
with that with like hey let's tie her up and like throw this fucking uh water thing off of the thing and like throw her in the water that didn't work for me and that final <laughs> shot too with the alien bursting out of the predator body i thought that was stupid as fuck <laughs> but overall like we probably should have had some kind of alien predator hybrid in the actual fucking movie yeah or something I would assume um, that's what people who are fans of both franchises wanted to see. Maybe. I mean, because now the aliens always come out like aliens, no matter what bodies they're in. So, it, you know, that doesn't fucking matter. Um, but, yeah, the the characters, the human characters, they had no real appeal to them. None of them. I mean, you have the one goofy guy. You got the other guy, other two other guys that are supposed to be the tough guys, but uh, but there was nothing really about them that you can give a shit about. Like say the original Predator movie, where everyone had a distinct jewel about them. Um, you but, got old white guy. You got two foreign guys. You got goofy bitch, and then you got the black lady. Mm-hmm. Choose your avatar. Yeah, um, but oh. I think it's all right. I think it's all right, Tom. Well, haven't done this in a while, but I got some notes. All right. Did a lot of drinking while watching this one, Joe. <laughs> and about 40 minutes in, I was going to sit down and take some notes because this, this has been sucking dicks. So I will read my notes how they are, and we'll pause to talk about things if we need to, Joe. First one I have is the Predator suiting up suck dick. That scene where it's like not like you'd expect to like put the helmet on, putting on all these pads. It like showed him grab two things. And that was the Predator suiting up montage. And it looked dumb and it was way too short to be fucking anything. So that was stupid as fuck. Having multiple Predators always fucking sucks. The last one when we had multiple predators and all their knees were shit were cut off and that digital smoke looked like fucking shit. This one, no different. More predators means more suck a dick. The spooky predator mask fucking sucks where it's supposed to look like a predator skull or some shit instead of just that flat whatever face covering they have. That mask fucking sucked and looked stupid as shit. Fuck you. Uh, the fucking alien head looks like a sex toy. Never cared for the fucking H.R. Giger designs and any of that fucking biomechanical fucking shit. Fuck all that. The pred- <laughs> The pred- where it showed the predator running, that really sucked. Yeah, that did suck. Uh, flame-broiled alien sucked, where I guess the netting was cutting through its fucking head and leaving the charbroil marks. I thought that, that was, was pretty fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the voice recording shit. It's never worked. It hasn't been anything but shit in any of these fucking movies. <laughs> Fuck the voice recording shit. Uh... Cutting the alien's face off was dope. Where the fucking alien's just sneaking up behind the predator or whatever, and it just goes, snick, and cuts its fucking head off or his face off. Pulled an underworld. Yeah. 
<laughs> so that was pretty cool. Uh, predators built the pyramids. I don't know why I wrote that down, but I guess they did. Uh, the story is dumb as fuck. It sure was. The queen alien fucking sucks. Sure <laughs> did. Uh, shit really needed to be bad at, uh, shit really, oh yeah, like we said, the shit really needed a badass instead of the people just being cattle, and that mm-hmm. fucking sucked. Uh, the predator and lady working together sucks. <laughs> the predator looks like complete fucking shit when he takes its, like, mask off, the, uh, helmet or the face covering. Yeah. That fucking, there was like no paint on that fucking thing anywhere. It was, you know, the sculpture might have been all right, but the lack of paint just made it look so fucking cheap. And they got some nice, good, close shots of it. And fuck. Uh, So the Predator went to like, hot climates with turmoil and shit. So they choose to hunt in the fucking Arctic where nothing's happening. It's fucking stupid. This is a garbage-ass fucking movie, Joe, and a lot of shit about it sucks, except for when the fucking Predator just sliced off that alien's face. That was pretty cool. The rest looks like it sucked a big, fat fucking dog dick. I agree. I liked it. From what I hear, this next one's going to be a real big piece of shit. Let me go back to this for a second. You had asked me, um, like what they what they said happened to Dutch, the Dutch character, Arnold. Uh, They don't, and that's part of this plot line. Is that (laughs) like uh, his brother is trying to find out what happens, what happened to Dutch, and uh, on further reading, I found out that the first Predator comic book was supposed to have Dutch in it as the main character, but they were still up in the air. Like they didn't know if Arnold was going to come back for part two or what. So they had them rewrite the script or whatever and just, yeah, do it with his brother or whatever. Anyway, we're never taking the Predator into the city and uh, you know, you know what happened there, but yeah, they make a point in this saying that the Predator likes hot climates you know that that that's one of the things and in part two they do mention like it's a heat wave going on in the city right yeah full of turmoil yeah so i finished that first miniseries and then there's a follow-up miniseries called cold war and that one takes place in the arctic and uh the predators attack a russian station that's out there and that uh dutch's brother is pulled in by the CIA to, to go and help these Russians fight the predators. It's not very good, but, uh, <laughs> but why would it be <laughs> right? Yeah. But it's, it's better. I think what they were going with, cause this character still a tough guy that goes toe to toe with the predators, you know, and that, yeah, you've got some action going and that's what, you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm liking yeah. these more than, than the movies. Well, the first movie's fucking awesome. Yeah, the first movie's great. There's a there's a couple minutes of this one that's okay, but 
for the most part. I'll I'll never watch. I'll never shop here again. I don't think it's a bad film. Okay. <laughs> to each their own, Joe. Speaking of bad films, I thought this issue of Spider-Man was pretty good, Joe. So did I. This is probably the best issue that we've read. Uh, this is, uh, as Tom mentioned last week, this is a key issue in uh, in the annals of Spider-Man's. Which uh, I always you? thought, like, this issue was, this is issue 121 of Amazing Spider-Man. And I always thought this was the issue that had, uh, what's it called? Uh, Spider-Man being like tied up on the goblin glider with a uh, goblin flying with his mask off and shit. Mm -hmm. It's not. It's not. This is a pretty shitty cover. Yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> and it shows you on the cover, you know, which one of these characters will die. And we already know that because we know Spider-Man history. One is it's going to be, but I'll get to more of that later. Um, Peter Parker's finally back from Canada and he's finally checking in on his buddy Harry, who is on LSD. Harry's been doing fucking acid. Oh, he's got all these problems. Yeah. He's a rich guy and has a why is he doing LSD? I wish I was there for him. Die, ho. <laughs> yeah. His dad, old uh Norman Osborne's. He's fucking pissed. Tells everybody, get away from me. You know, don't visit my son, you sons of bitches. Wait a minute, what's the fucking Spider-Man's? I'm seeing ghosts of Spider-Man's. Uh, Peter Parker, he's sick. He's sick because he was in Canada, you know, so he's got the Canadian <laughs> flu. Every other fucking issue, this guy's getting right. sick. He's sick as fuck. Um, he goes to collect a check from uh, the Daily Bugle. They run him the fuck out of there. And uh, he's just swinging around, going to go... Uh, check on his lady friend you know hadn't seen her for a while hadn't you know got his dick wet in a bit so he's gonna go check her out damn she's gone but there's that purse that he bought her for uh may day or something <laughs> but there's a pumpkin a little bomb on top of it wonder who could have left that there probably jack-o-lantern but uh he goes and looks for uh for them finds them on the george washington bridge he uh Green Goblins has her knocked out there. Knocked out, and uh, Spider-Man's and Green Goblins fight. And uh, Green Goblins, hey, enough of this shit. I'm throwing your bitch off the bridge. He throws her. <laughs> Spider-Man zips a, a little web line, catches her, and the force of that causes her neck to break. So it's Peter Parker's <laughs> fault that she died. She but before... Died. Before he says, Spider strength, don't fail me now. <laughs> he specifically says that shit right before he kills her. He pulls her up like he's all happy. I saved you. I saved you. No, she's Gwen? dead. Gwen? <laughs> Just like, oh. wake up. And, it, and as shitty as we're making this sound, this is actually a decent episode, uh, issue, man. This is uh, compared to everything else, you know. This issue, uh, I think Stuff Jerry Conway, happens. he was on his own. He didn't have uh, 
Stan Lee's hanging over him. He didn't have uh, John Romita hanging over him. Just God, him. Speaking of John Romita, the art in this isn't great. It's not. Gil Kane, I, I think the layouts are good, but those inks, those Romita and very uh, heavy. are very, very heavy, and they overpower uh, Gil Kane's style. But, uh, but man, don't think thank us if you want comic shops because we know that boy got <laughs> it's gonna be something else this issue is just gonna be flying off your shelves not gonna be able to find it on uh ebay or anything fucking boy uh, got that can you say uh the introduction for the marvel masterworks jerry conway saying that they initially wanted aunt may that that's who ramita wanted to die uh but Conway said, "No, nah, let's uh, let's make it worse. Let's make his girlfriend because that's going to have repercussions anyway. Old people die all the time." He said, "Let's kill off his girlfriend," and like it caused a big uproar after it happened. Like they got a lot of hate mail from the fans. Yeah, supposedly uh, he asked Stanley, I guess, for his blessing or whatever, and he's like, "Yeah, I don't fucking give a shit." Yeah, that was the <laughs> consensus in the bullpen. Is you know, hey, can, should we kill a? Uh, Gwen Stacy, and the, fuck yeah, who cares, you know? So, yeah, it was it's not real. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> and then fucking that issue came out, and then he was at some fucking comic convention or something, and some guy in the audience was like, hey, why'd you kill Gwen Stacy? He was like, oh, shit, I told him not to do it. It was a bad idea. I was against it the whole time. I knew nothing about it. <laughs> Fuck, that sounds right. Yeah. Mm. Fucking mm-hmm. prick. So, we'll see what happens next next issue if uh, Spider-Man murders the fuck out of Green Goblin or Pumpkin Boy, as he'll be known to be <laughs> called in the next issue. Yeah. yeah, let's hope. Let's hope the level stays at least this good, you know? Because, uh, yeah, it's been some rough reading for the past years. <laughs> <laughs> well, in a few issues, we got Punisher. We'll see what, see how that one holds up. I don't know. I'm worried about that one, man. <laughs> but yeah, this, this was, I guess, signified the end of the Bronze Age in Marvel Comics. And hopefully we'll find that silver lining, Joe. I hope so. The times they are. Changing. Speaking of uh, changing, you want to change out of those jorts and get to a new list? I do like lists, Tom. <laughs> known to like a list now and then. And as you suggested for this one, this was going to be our our favorite things that start with the letter J. Mm. So, for my honorable mentions, I have Jaws, the movie. I enjoy it. I have Jumper Cables. They've helped me out of a situation now and then. Um, jumper Cables. Good That's thing. a good one. That's good to have good in, your, in your vehicle. You know, If you don't have some, I suggest you get some. Uh, next, I have... It's a double J here. Jelena. Jeff Jarrett. Jelena Jensen, who is a pornographic actress, she's uh, 
pretty nice. She seems like a very nice lady. Jelena? I think so. she a black girl? No. Uh, doesn't sound like it. Then I have Johnny Bravo. Hopefully the cartoon and not that fuck from the Brady Bunch. The cartoon. All right. Then finally, I have Jack Frost. Damn, fuck. <laughs> that one would have been on my list. God damn it. And those are my honorable mentions. Those were some good ones. Jack Frost and Jumper Cables. Those were those were two good ones. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. <clears throat> so for my honorable mentions, I have the word jabroni. It's a great fucking word. It's a good word. And then I have jars. It's a, it's a good thing you could put stuff in, put screw stuff a in lid them. on there. Yeah. And then I have juice. All kinds of juices, but if I got to pick one out, I'll say the juice that they sprinkle on your sandwiches at Jersey Mike. As long as it's not the movie juice. No, it's not. Mike <laughs> I think. <laughs> and then I have jackets, because when you're in a warm climate like Alaska, it's no, no better thing to have than a jacket. And last but not least, our friends like Joe, Johnny, John, Jamel, and all my other friends who start with a letter J. Your Sorry. J friends. Yeah. <laughs> Old J friends. They all live in the New York, New Jersey area. And those are my honorable mentions. At number 10, I have Judge Dredd. <laughs> Comics, movies, except for that one with Sylvester Stallone. Good shit. Good shit. My number 10, I have the Juggernaut, bitch. <laughs> Remember that one? Good stuff. Hot stuff. At number 9, I have Jigsaw Puzzles. Good way to spend some time. <laughs> the Jigsaw Puzzle. Well, my number nine will come as no surprise, and that's jerking off. Sometimes. Damn. Mm. <laughs> I know how I forgot that one. Me neither. <laughs> Better scratch that number one off. <laughs> number eight. Number eight. I have the Justice League cartoon. That shit was great. My number eight is a joystick. Because if you're going to play Mortal Kombat, use a fucking joystick. None of that controller bullshit. You fuck. At number seven, I have one of my favorite comic book teams, and that's the Justice Society. Sorry, Justice League, but the Justice Society is better. My number seven is Jimmy John's. I'll take a number nine with peppers, please. Hold the cum. At number six, I have the Jungle Book. Doesn't matter which version. They're all really good. <laughs> At 
My number six, I have jerseys. Not the new one, but a one that looks nice, that has quality embroidery on it. <laughs> you can find a good jersey with some good embroidery. You'll have some good shit there. At number five, I have the real hero behind Marvel Comics. That's Jack Kirby. The king, baby. <laughs> Excuse me. My number five is J. Jonah Jameson, a real American hero. He should run for president. He should. I'd vote for him if I voted, but I'm not a piece of shit. <laughs> At number four, I have Johnny Cash. Mm. Quite a crooner. <laughs> uh, number four, Jersey Mike's. Extra juice, please. <laughs> number 13, Mike's Way on Rosemary Farm. You're there. You might as well get the giant. <laughs> Fuck it. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. At number three, jalapenos. Stop. Seems like it starts with an H, but that's a J. Jalapenos. You want to make your food better? Jalapenos. Hell yeah, I forgot about that shit. Fuck. You probably didn't even put Jalisco style on there, did you? I didn't. <laughs> My number three, I have Jason Voorhees. Characters better than the movies, but there's a couple <laughs> okay movies. At number two, I have Juice. Yeah, <laughs> sure do like a nice tall glass of cold juice. And like you, it can be orange juice, apple juice, but I tend to like grapefruit juice. My number two, I have jobs, specifically blowjobs. <laughs> Not giving them, but getting them, you fuck. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I can never hold the dogs down long enough to give them. <laughs> number one. I have jugs. Whoop whoop, right? <laughs> jugs that you put milk in. Well, sorta. Yep. Old titties. Ain't nothing better in the world than good old jugs. Probably one of my favorite things in this world. <laughs> my number one jack o' lantern. Can't get enough of them. That's a good get one. a fucking pumpkin and just carve a face in face it. Son yep. of a bitch. Old traditional. Mm. That is folk horror to the max, Joe. Mm -hmm. It is. Fucking pricks. Well, I can't wait till next week when we have another list of some sort. Well, we'll be talking about our favorite fictional weapons. And this can be from movies. From video games, TV shows, comic books, as long as this weapon is fictional. Can't wait. 
can't wait, Jill. And on that note, I can't wait for all you fat fucks out here listening and or watching this to head on over to dwnproductions.net. Pick something up for yourself. You deserve it. Still got these hats? Of course, we still got every single one of the cum rags left. Go buy one of those and get yourself a nice boy gob rag. Uh, I have a feeling those will be given out. Yeah, <laughs> half or the Black Friday sale. Buy over, spend over two hundred dollars, get a free gift. Oh, that's a fucking cum rag! Thanks, fat dickhead. <laughs> Sons of bitches. <laughs> but that's all right. Mike and Ryan both thought they were sorry. Red both thought that they was funny enough to spend their hard-earned money on. So I appreciate that, too, because I thought it was funny <laughs> enough to buy them all to begin with. So, When you're done with that, head on over to FastCustomShirts.com. We're getting stuff shipped out a little better than we were last week or the week before, but it's still fucking hot, so we're still not moving very fast. So be patient. You'll get your shit. Just go on over and check it out. And while you're at FastCustomShirts.com, remember in that search bar, type in Boy Gob, get a fucking t-shirt. And or wear a convention. Or a DWN shirt. I don't give a fuck. Just buy something. Uh, Houston Horror Film Fest is coming up. And we're coming at you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, no, we're not. But we will both be there. Uh, it should be fun times. Bring beer. Most of all, bring money. Cash. Cash money. And uh, beyond that, you just, who knows what this week's going to hold for us. So I just hope you guys have a great weekend and try and try and keep your head up and smile through this miserable existence that we are all together in this called life. So, Joe, if there's nothing else, I'll let you hit them with it. All right. So until Spider-Man grabs you by the ankle... Boy, God. Oh,